everybody, you have a crossover between Kermit and the Fraggles. And come on. Doesn't get better than that. Doesn't get better than that. You guys ready? Let's right, do this I'm thing. Down, I'm down okay. to one out of I had a double. I'm down to a single, so Cheers to Cheers. 2020, 2020, the hardest year we have ever experienced, and still one which we have survived. We are another year older, another year wiser. We're sipping instead of shotting. We We're miss each other. Oh. We are recording. We are um, recording. Excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Ryan snuck it in. There it is. There it is. Uh, so, cheers to you at home. This is episode 107 of the Adaptivist Live, the Alaskan Ecosystem Podcast. It's the Sipcast 2020 because we're far too old for shots this year. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 has lasted a good like 15 years, and yeah. we just all aged a solid we are getting too old for this shit. Yeah. I don't know where the hell this tremendous beard came from, but it's scraping the floor at this point. I don't know. Where <laughs> it's like Rip Van Winkle in this motherfucker. Yeah. So normally, <laughs> normally uh, Adaptivists would have a December get together uh, and uh, spend some time you know, meeting and doing some professional development and working collaboratively on things, getting just a bunch of people together and celebrating the end of the year. And that has culminated in a big party with good food and drink and friends and dancing. And in the case of Ryan and Brenda and me, lots of shots while we record the end of year podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this year. But this year, we are <laughs> alone in our collective homes, facing each other on a screen, there is no food. There's there's a little bit of alcohol. There's certainly no shenanigans. Mm -hmm. um, but it's Adaptivist different. has had a great year. <laughs> We've hired. We have added 165 people to our payroll this year. One one half person a day. Well, half a person a day. We got them at a bargain. Um, yes, yes, uh, a good discount. <laughs> um, and and this year it is unfortunate that I just in my own organization um, I've I've added 15 people. And I have not met any of them in person. And mm. this time of year is when I would be doing that for many folks that I had not yet met in my teams. Um, and we would be sitting down and we would be getting to know one another and we would be sharing in festivities. And this year it's all been Zoom screens and um, it's just not the same. No. Um, so I, I guess it's important for me to let you two know how nice it is to see your faces. Um, I wish it was in person right now. I really do. Oh, um, I'll drink to that. There's a lot more shenaniganizing than there is, yeah. but uh, it's, it's good to see you. It's especially nice because I've been off for about five weeks now, and so I, I haven't gotten to see either of these beauties for a while, and uh, you know, it's, see, uh, it's nice to connect. I was going to mention okay. that maybe listeners were a little disoriented. Because you know it's Matthew and Dan, we've 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 left the Chicago guy to he just couldn't make it. Oh we did yeah, Danny. Him. Yeah. We invited make it Danny. Clear. We invited Danny, okay. and he's and done a great job filling in. Yes, so it's been That's it's good. been really fun. But Matthew is here for the sh for the sip cast. Hooray! Because we, cast. we just want to watch see him. watch those slips, Ryan. Matthew, <laughs> Matthew. Uh, <laughs> His, did I say Ryan's ship cast? Glass, yeah, you were saying something else. Ryan's glass was. I, I've just got a double of vodka. I'm. I've. So for for our viewers at home, uh, you might recall from previous episodes. Uh, my wife and I just had a baby recently. Uh, baby Isaac is. Um, I think five or six weeks at this point. I've looked at the calendar. It looks like six weeks now, and uh, uh, doing awesome. 
just so good. He's so sleeping wonderful. well. He's eating well. He wants to be held a lot. Um, but at night, he's sleeping pretty well. He's up to about three hours at a time, which is awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, we've got a two-year-old. We've got, you know, a six-week-old. I'm not doing shots tonight. I've, I've got <laughs> my very small glass of, of vodka on the rocks. I'll do some sips. Yep. But that's uh, that's not. But it is nice to to see you all. I've loved the time off. Loved the time to spend with our new baby, and really to to spend with my my son Simon, the, the two year old, because I think it's really been helpful for him, me being able to be around so much during this time of transition. Uh, and it's awesome being at a company that supports dads. You know, being able to take time off too. So. Yeah. I gotta say, the there there are some upsides to the the massive dumpster fire downside this year. And from for me personally, walking out in the middle of the day and like tussling my ki- all through all of my children's hair, you know, like I can see them all, I can hang out, I can be there to answer a question here and there. It's been okay. Mm-hmm. That's not been the worst thing in the world, you know. I've definitely enjoyed. You know, my husband's working at home. My son is schooling from home. Um, just getting to be with each other. Like some, I know some people that becomes a, oh my gosh, we've been in, we've been cooped up in this house together for far too long. And for us, it's like, this is really nice. See? It's if- really nice. And, you know, I'm watching my son who is in second grade this year oh. and, and watching him go from, you know, super sloppy handwriting to writing out functional sentences, coherent sentences and, just all of the things that he's doing and learning. And, and you miss that when the kids are at school and because you don't see the ins and outs of what they're doing. Mm. And is it a normal year? Absolutely not. Is our poor teacher uh, losing her mind? Absolutely. <laughs> are we sending pizzas to our house on occasion just because we want to say thank you? Yes, we are. Oh. Um, she's, she didn't sign up for this and none of the teachers have signed up for this and they're doing the best they can with what they have. But my son is thriving. But I have the flexibility because I'm used to working from home to say, all right, I'm going to be away from the computer for an hour to help my kid with his homework. Um, And then I'll come back and work a little bit later. So I, at first, the the first few weeks of second grade were really hard. They were trying to do too much with it. And I was going absolutely bonkers. And then they cut back on the, the workload and I can juggle my job and Ryan can juggle his job and, and Jules gets to do his schoolwork. And by and large, we're, we're getting through this. And it is also worth notice, noting um, that Matthew and Brenda are both actually off right now. Brenda's coming back from vacation. Like Brenda's on vacation. Matthew is it still is, on parental leave. They're just coming to hang out. Holiday break. But this is the last episode of the year. Yes. And... It's what a year it has been, good and bad, and I wouldn't miss out on a chance to reminisce about what feels like about a decade um, in in the Atlassian ecosystem and just in general. Well, you know, it's a great time to to look back at the year that was, um, and we should just start by the by talking about what was obviously the biggest story of the year, Atlassian announcing Sunset. And the actual story behind that story of Matthew Stubblefield predicting that Atlassian <laughs> was going to Sunset Server. That's which, the real story which, behind the story. 
he's been predicting this for years. I want to point out. That's the trick. That's the trick. As long as you predict the same thing long enough, eventually the heat death of the universe comes. No, I I mean, so I want to both, I want to temper this and say like one, everyone saw this coming or like you, you should have, if you were clued in, if you were paying attention, you know, those of us who have been doing this for a while and I've been working with the lasting stuff since 07, like we knew this was coming there, you know, um, I just want to I, pop I in for a second, Matthew. That sounded like you said you've been working with Atlassian since, <laughs> since you, were, you seven? were seven. Oh, no. Not <laughs> yeah. since 07. It's year 2007. The year There's, of our Lord. I just, I just <laughs> wanted zero, to zero, clarify. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thank I thought you. the exact seven. same thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, well, I know what Simon's doing next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, seven was, uh, I think we were still on DOS. I don't know, six, whatever. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, you know, and I will, I will pat myself on the back a little bit because I, I had actually called this several years ago. I thought it was going to be, um, around this time, uh, just based on other moves that Lassie was making, but uh, by no means was I the only one. Um, I had not expected it to be at the time it was. Uh, it came a little bit sooner than I expected. So like I called it on the podcast and I was like, I think maybe in the next, you know, six months. Yeah. Often they make these announcements about three weeks before summit. So I'd kind of expected it to be in the February to March timeframe of 2021. One uh, week and, later. Yeah. One week later. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, technically and, you were correct. It was within yeah, that six months. I mean, it, it was, it was, the best well, kind it was a little of sooner. Correct. Yeah. It was a little sooner. Um, so Atlassian, you know, as you all have heard on the podcast, and you're all already aware of, uh, sunsetting server, lots of emphasis on DC, lots of emphasis on cloud. Um, I don't know how widely it's been publicized, but I, I think that the the emphasis on cloud um, can't be overstated. Uh, there's a lot of marketing, obviously, but there's also a lot of hiring. There's a lot of financial investment. Atlassian is full bore on this, uh, and uh, it's very ambitious what they're trying to achieve of making the cloud more secure than your private data center and more stable. Uh, if they can pull it off, awesome. Uh, it's audacious. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely the, the biggest Atlassian news this year, I think. Um, I like the other, other news I was, I was, I immediately had this like list in my head of like, is it the biggest Atlassian news? Are you lying to the people? Is there something else? And I'm like, no, I think that's, yeah, that's definitely I think that's, the biggest news of the year. You know, there was 2020, a, like the only other thing I could think of from Atlassian was, you know, there've been a lot of good updates, a lot of data center stuff, uh, fully work from home now available for people. That's that's the case for a lot of companies now uh, in the, the current and post-COVID world. Um, Atlassian was kind of anti work from home for a lot of positions. Uh, now they're allowing it going forward, which is which is great. We saw tremendous um, improvements all across their platforms and uh, several accessibility um, features were added mm -hmm. that really made a lot of people's lives easier, even when we didn't know why. <laughs> Keyboard shortcuts. <clears throat> uh, we, we saw a ton of, I mean, I think that some of the things that they rolled out in cloud are are. You know, initially, I, I felt skeptical about the innovation uh, that they were doing and more just, just shooting for parity. But then I started to realize how um, 
how potentially powerful things like next gen projects have become. So that mm-hmm. kind of that kind of change in in how the fundamental product works and how a person interacts with it is cool to watch. It's been really kind of neat to see. Yeah, big year for them. 2020 mm-hmm. was huge for Atlassian and they're still building yeah. a skyscraper. <laughs> and I think that in 2021 we're likely to see uh, a lot of extension on the improvements to Bitbucket Cloud. So we've had some some uh, really nice improvements of pipelines this year, some really nice integrations between Bitbucket, Bitbucket and the other Atlassian products. Um, what I'm hoping to see is uh, continued investment to advanced roadmaps, what used to be portfolio, and uh, integrating that into the DevTools stack you know, further and, and, you know, into Jira software or, you know, just Jira really in, in the cloud. And, uh, I, I think there's a decent chance that my teams will be moving to cloud in the next year, uh, because it's just getting so attractive. It's, it's tying together so nicely. Well, Matthew, you, the, um, you just happened to point to something that we've been covering for the last few podcasts since you've been busy parenting. Um, mm. they have put major updates in, every one of the podcasts we recorded since you took off to advanced roadmaps. Oh yeah. Nail you yeah. you nailed it. Yes. It's there. I, which I've honestly not been listening to. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Who's gonna blame you for that, Matthew? Matthew, in the grand scheme of things, new baby, this podcast. The, mm-hmm. the I mean, come on, Brenda, let's hasn't been there. Come on. I mean, come on. Yeah. Much yeah. as so, I, I adore <laughs> both of you, if I had a brand new baby, I would not be listening to the podcast yeah. either. Great way to get him so to I, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 20, 2021, I think it's going to continue to be, you know, Atlassian has canceled Summit. They've canceled all their, their team tour spring events. They're, they're, I mean, they're not canceled exactly. They're going virtual, right? Yeah. Um, but, but you know, we're not going to be meeting in Vegas. Uh, we're not going to be meeting in D.C. or Boston. Um, but right now, it's all through the spring officially. I, I don't expect to travel at all next year. I don't no. think that there will be any 2021 travel at all. Maybe um, next December, but I think it unlikely maybe. as well. Yeah. 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 I think we'll just, we'll, we'll take, you know, 2021. But um, I think that Atlassian and a lot of companies um, are seeing this, this result and in actually increased productivity, increased delivery and performance. Um, I know Adaptivist, we have had just a tremendous year uh, of growth and, and, um, I uh, just doing a lot of awesome stuff. And, and I think it lasting experience that too. And so I, I expect next year to actually just continue that trend. Well, Matthew, that's a perfect time to segue into talking about the big news from Adaptivist this year. Cause wow, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, we, we added 165 to our company. We're now over, we're now around uh, over 400 and soon, you know, we'll be over 9,000. Um, <laughs> uh, it was yeah it was it was truly something and i could not i could not think of a better boat to be in uh, so we are very fortunate and we saw a lot of cool changes happen at adaptivist this year that that some of you were along for the ride with um starting with the uh acquisition of goto group mm. we brought in a, a a consultancy service that that just masters of the DevOps stack. And it's been so cool to get to know those people. Amazing how we brought in a whole company that just so happened to fit nicely culturally. I think that's probably impacted me, most of the folks on this podcast, because almost everybody that came in, came into professional services. Mm. Um, 
I've, I've had two folks of the group that came in have, are on my teams now. Um, and it was, it was 25 people that came over. Um, you know, I currently, my, my boss now is from GoToGroup. Um, we expanded our professional services organization by a number of teams. Um, and and the, everybody that I've spoken to that came over from GoToGroup has just been, they just ooze competence if that makes sense. Um, and I mean, I've, all, I've got the two that came into my specific teams are in senior roles. They're doing a fantastic job. And it, I have to stop and remind myself that that was July that they came in. Um, right. <laughs> now, July in the year that has lasted, you know, a century, but they, if I, I do have to stop and go, what was life like before they were here? You know, they have they have become Crazy. such an important part of the way we do our work that it's like there was a time before these two folks were here. So shout out to Zach and Jaren for, you know, just fitting right in and becoming a critical part of, of my teams. And what was life but, like before you all And it was a, a total of like 30 people, wasn't it? It was, it was a, altogether. A there were there, there was one person that came over into legal um, a couple came into client services, uh, but the majority was professional services oriented. Um, a few have gone, there's a whole team that's now in our managed services group, our operate group. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some teams just came right over and slotted in and they're, they're the ones that are more focused on the DevOps stuff. Um, but, but everybody has just been fantastic and yeah, yeah. Have, have commented on what a warm welcome they've received. And I mean, anytime there's, a merge activity, it's, there's going to be conflict. And I mean, we certainly saw that, but um, I think that realistically from what I've seen, it's gone about as well as any acquisition could. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just been fantastic working with, with our new, our new, friends. I mean, let's, yeah, let's friends, coworkers, colleagues, yeah. raise a glass. Yes, class to, to go to group. Go to our new friends. And to adapt um, with merging them in. Uh, and despite this being the, the sip cast, I'm actually going to go fill my glass some yes, more. Yes, do it. Because it turns out, turns out uh, a double of vodka was not enough for me. You can do some editing. I can do some editing. The podcast fell apart completely. Uh We both just kind of sat here and stared at each other and we're like, what do we do now? What do we do now? (laughs) (laughs) We also did, we we actually, so we gained some and we we sold some as well. We, uh, Mm With the purchase of our test management for Jira product by the awesome team at Smart Bear, I miss them. But but Smart Bear has been taking del- fantastic care of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We yeah. still keep in touch, Definitely. and so uh, cheers to them. I I am going to I'm drinking yeah. this whiskey. Raise a glass. To, I mean, to Cristiano and Vitor and and the, all the rest of the TM for J team. I mean, it was a blow to lose them. I mean, oh, Cristiano, oh, yeah. is, as a product manager, he was a, a lead PM. He was a mentor to a lot of us. Uh, just phenomenal, phenomenal guy. And uh, Vitor is brilliant. And, oh, and Vitor, D, like you said, just there's so many of them. Um, and a key part of our favorite podcast episode, the Barcelona Airport Line. Barcelona Airport. Customs, Customs Lane. 
You yep. never forget yeah, that. So That's, never forget. Uh, you know, we're we're what's cool is that it's building more ties with Smart Bear. We're going to be doing mm-hmm. more cool stuff together. Uh, we still love TM for J. Work with our customers on it. Uh, so so yeah, it's it's you know if if we still had offices, <laughs> if we could still go to an office, the Smart Bear office was literally just down the street from our London office. Yeah. Um, so like they could walk and have lunch and go to each other's offices. But of course, we're all home now. So yeah. Well. Uh, at the same time, we did also launch some new products with um, Script Runner for Bitbucket and a little product you might have heard a couple of times uh, about on the podcast called Adaptivist Learn. Uh, you, Matthew, you know anything about that? Well, first off, I think it was actually Script Runner for Bamboo. Oh, did I say Bitbucket? You, you did, did say Bitbucket, which is which has you know been around for a little bit. And Bring. technically, Script Runner for Bamboo, yeah, you got to take a shot now. Um, sip, bamboo's sip, been sip. A, it's been in um, it's been in beta for a while. Oh, black velvet, nice. nice. It is cheap um, Canadian whiskey, but it, it's you know script runner for bamboo is exited beta. Uh, we did a bunch of improvements to the documentation, tons of improvements to the product. It's more stable, more full featured now, and that's going to continue. Um, and yeah, learn for Jira, uh, the sort of a, a labor of love for for years. Uh, originally, it was Adaptive Learn as a website. We launched the Jira plugin earlier this year. Um, and I'm excited to see it grow. Uh, just before I went on paternity leave, we brought on a new product manager. We brought on a new tech lead. Uh, we, um, I don't think they've started development on the cloud version while I've been gone, but they might have, might have done. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> in January. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're doing a cloud version. Uh, we're creating cloud training, cloud e-learning. Uh, so so yeah, it's really exciting times um, for for Learn for Jira, and it's also been nice to sort of step away a little bit because um, it just sort of gives that space for creativity. And I start thinking about new ways we can approach education in the Atlassian space, and start thinking about more we can do right because we're not just doing Atlassian all no. the time. Uh, we've we've got other platforms and partnerships that that we can engage with, and that was another one of the big pieces that came out of uh, twenty twenty for Adaptivist was partnerships. We um, announced partnerships with Sonatype, AWS, and GitLab, and put out our first plugin for partners Slack, yep. which was Everyday the Toolkit. Everyday Toolkit, yeah, ton of nice functionality. I will say the the best. I, I shouldn't say the best part of everyday toolkit. Your favorite. But the feature that I, the feature I see used most, because uh, I I love me some Giphy, right? Oh. I, I love GIFs. I love using the Giphy plugin in Slack. Everyday toolkit has a GIF search, and it deviates in one really important, nice way, which is uh, you can uh, page through the GIFs. You can go forward and backwards. So, like, I don't know if any of you like when you're doing slash Giphy and you're it's searching always, for yeah. something. And you go to the next one, and then you go, actually, that last one was better. Now I have to look at 50 so I can get back to the one that I wanted. Um, Everyday Toolkit just lets you go forward and backward. Uh, let's search around. So it's, it's, it's kind of got some nice functionality there. So yeah, the Everyday Toolkit for Slack. gains are astronomical. Yeah, <laughs> it has saved me a ton of time as I search for, for the, the right, right GIF. GIF. Dude, it's important. Can, it's like the modern hieroglyphic. What can a mm-hmm. GIF say that words can't? Yeah. Wait a minute. What and, can... A, what can't a gift say that we're, oh my God. 
This whiskey is going Ladies straight and to the dome. Ryan Spilken. Wow. <laughs> Sipped his way into <laughs> incoherence. Incoherence. It's like, it's not, that was a little bit more whiskey maybe than I thought. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It was a full glass. And I'm kind of drinking and, it quickly. And beyond the new products, huge improvements to existing products. Uh, just a ton of investment in Project Configurator with really exciting things to come that I don't know that we could talk about. And I've we been can't. gone for weeks, nope. so we nope. can't. Okay, never mind. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do you, it. Don't. You heard you nothing. Forget, forget everything I said about that. But Project Configurator integrates with Script Runner for Jira now, which is awesome. Uh, huge improvements to Script Runner for Jira, including new interfaces uh, and improving the UI and the UX. I know there's just been a ton of, of uh, tender love and care on that, that user experience. Um, and uh, uh, first-time user paths and things like that. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, shout out to uh, Gunners who yeah. actually joined last year. Uh, so he he joined in the before t- time of 2019, back when we all were filled with hope. I got to meet and him in person. Yeah, I, I've met him a few times. Um, Lucky, <laughs> but uh, 2020 uh, is the year where our, our head of UX, you know, really. Um, you know, had had kind of been here long enough to start making some really huge changes for us and, and big improvements. And so um, I'm excited to see Adaptivist investing in user experience, improving our products with that in mind. Uh, it's more than, like, it's so much more than graphic design. Like, that's not what we're talking about. Oh, no, we're talking no. about deep research, analysis, design study thinking. groups, design theory, like all kinds of doing a bunch of tests. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's great to be you know, part of it because I, I think in the Atlassian space, uh, that's fairly rare, honestly. If, if you're not Atlassian, uh, that's fairly rare. And so it's cool to be at a company that's doing that. Um, we also, you know, this is 2020 for, it's, it's interesting. I've seen some news articles recently uh, about relationships, how relationships are changing for bros and for ladies and how people are keeping in touch with each other due to all this shit. But um, it really, for one of the things that I'm I'm noticing as a trend, this year has seen a lot of relationships form um, and a lot of relationships solidify. Adaptivists, uh, we put on our first ever partner awards ceremony and featured mm-hmm. partners that we used to actively try and avoid mentioning on the podcast as our guests and award winners, mm-hmm. right? So, like, relationships have been built. Um, Atlassian made several acquisitions as well this year, cleaning up uh, Riata's Insight or Mind, excuse me, Mindville uh, Insight mm-hmm. and uh, the automation for Jira. Was that this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't uh, even tell when. Was it early this yeah, year? Yeah, I think late so. Last I year? think it was it this was, year. It was early, it was early this, this year. year. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that was meaningless girl. like 19 now, months really. ago. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so relationships have been building, and uh, our partner awards were really was, something. That was some. That was something else. There was another one. Uh, forgetting the name of it, it was a Confluence Statistics one, right? Um, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It got rolled into probably DC, but it's uh, um, sort of the white whale of Confluence sites, which is read engagement. Or or uh, or was it edits? I don't remember. It was cool though. Nice reports, <laughs> and confluence, something people have been wanting a long time, and it's been elusive because it was hard to do. Uh, so we built it at last. He acquired it. Kudos all around. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that it, 
you know, I think we're, we are seeing a shift both in Atlassian and partners. And we've talked about this before, but, um, you know, Atlassian more open to not just acquisition, but to partnership, you know, um, this was, this was 2019, I think, but you know, the, the partnership with Slack when Atlassian, uh, sold or traded or, or let go of their IP around stride and hip chat. And so they're created a strategic partnership with Slack. Uh, the big news of 2020 has been that that was not just words that Atlassian actually invested in Slack development and integrations. And like they did stuff with it. Um, and, and they've continued to, to build those strategic partnerships and to actively engage and invest in them. And we're seeing that in the partner space as well. Uh, as we continue to work together, to collaborate, to identify each other's strengths, and uh, and and see how we can we can work together to serve, you know, Atlassian's growing customer base. And so, uh, I think it's I think it's really healthy. I think it's a, a healthy place to be, um, and it's exciting to see. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I think that that this actually is a great time to segue into wild speculation, because mm. you know who else. Uh, formed a uh, uh, heavily invested relationship with Slack. Mm, mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah, those little company you might have heard of called Salesforce. Mm-hmm. And it, what's wow? Okay, that first of all, twenty six billion dollars just hanging out in the couch, right? Mark Penwest's couch, um, <laughs> and they bought you know, so they bought Slack, which is. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm saying there's going to be deeper Atlassian Salesforce uh, relationships in the next in the in the coming year. I see 2021 being the year that we start to see some uh, flirtation between those two. I think so. I mean, so you know, I, there are a number of plugins that facilitate Salesforce integration with um, with sales with, with Salesforce and, and Jira. Um, I think. I think you know. In general, it's fair. It's fair to say CRM is one of the main things lacking from Atlassian Suite, right? Um, as a as a full business solution, CRM isn't there. Yeah, we've um, tried it. We've tried it. It, it just doesn't. <laughs> we tried. Um, I thought it. I yeah. thought it would work. It doesn't. It doesn't. Work. It doesn't work. Atlassian's tool is not great for for CRM. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm not a huge Salesforce fan. I've tried yet. to use it as a CRM. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll maybe it'll win me over. Um, it's got a ton of power. Uh, but you know, uh, but it it would be interesting to see if it is. but it's important to remember what Ryan, this is an acquisition of Slack. That doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that there's gonna be uh partnership with the Atlassian tools because the the I'm just not sure how strong that overlap is. Well, you know, uh, the, particularly a functionality of like, do you really need the work tracking integrated with the the CRM or with your? I mean, yeah, maybe. Well, but, yeah, yeah, come on, man! Like the whole thing that Atlassian's been pushing so hard um, is tools for teams, right? Remember, yeah. uh, I think it was earlier this year. <laughs> maybe it was 2017. They had a whole. <laughs> um, I. Guess, they, I but I they think, released I think all those. A, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I just I think deeper integration between the Atlassian tools and Salesforce. I doubt we're going to see much of it next year. Um, where we do see it, though, I, it's I think it's important to call out Atlassian's approach to pricing and sales and subscription based uh, sales, you know, and licensing. Um, that's 
that's straight out of Salesforce's playbook, right? Like Salesforce really, you know, they weren't exactly like, they weren't the first, but they brought software as a service to core business tools in a way that others had not Hmm. and demonstrated a level of profitability off of that that no one else has. Uh, And I think Atlassian was looking at that and is part of what drove them towards a subscription-based licensing approach. Um, So I think that Salesforce is a bit of a model for Atlassian. Um, Salesforce as a CRM, uh, I think needed uh, some sort of, uh, you know, communication tool uh, because Microsoft has CRM tools that has teams, obviously, to compete. You know, to, Slack was already competing with teams. Salesforce acquires Slack. Now Salesforce has a more comprehensive thing. Um, but work management or code repos, I mean, Microsoft's got GitHub. Hmm. Maybe I'm, Salesforce I'm saying- look at that. It just it doesn't feel like it's in the same. The Venn diagram, wow. the Venn diagram has some overlap, and you know that it they has pitch, more than it did. It, it more than it more did, than it and did. Atlassian pitches, you know, non-development teams using their software more and they're more. They're doing heavily. that a lot more now. Doing that it's a true. lot more. There, there it's is true. overlap there. That Venn diagram's getting tighter and tighter, and mm-hmm. um, I could see from uh, from a, like a marketer perspective, the the division I work in, there's a lot of overlap between those two things. There's the work I, that has to be done, and then there's the the relationship we have to maintain with the customer, the stuff that the the team produces to get to the the people. If I'm going to buy into this wild speculation, I would say it's it's if it's going to be any Atlassian product that Salesforce is integrating with, it's going to be uh, shit. What's it called now? Agile Craft. Um, really? You're okay. A line. Thank you. A line. Yes. A line. Yeah. Yes. I think I think we could see. Um, align, uh, Salesforce and I mean, potentially cause Salesforce has features around storing documents and storing like work tasks and things like that. Mm. I think Jira does that better. And I think Confluence does that better. If Salesforce could read those things, it would sure be nice. I don't know that Salesforce is built in a way to do that. Well, that's the problem. I think it would require overhauling Salesforce and if you're comparing like size of gorillas, Salesforce is a much bigger gorilla than a very large gorilla. But you know, sometimes the gor- one gorilla, you know, suggests that another gorilla. You're too the drunk pack. to go for this metaphor. It's your, like your <laughs> metaphor's breaking down. But the gorillas are hanging out. You know, it's like, hey, you want a gorilla over here too? <laughs> like, I don't know. That really you know, was a terrible first, metaphor. First, people, Ryan Spilkin just used gorilla as a verb. <laughs> It's We're like Buffalo up in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> We're gorillaing all over this right now. All right. Well, we've, we've kind of touched on all the big stories for the year, guys. What, what should we do now? Oh yeah. The podcast itself. We've had a wonderful time this year. We had our hundredth episode. Mm-hmm. Hooray. Yep. Um, we, we grew our, you know, you wonderful listeners out there, you listen to us 15% more, or we had 15% more of an audience than we did last year. Uh, a massive shout out to our man Pavel Semenov. Pavel, I hope you're okay out there, buddy. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Everyone did, else, uh, tell your friends. 
Atlassian Ecosystem Podcast. It's been good. It's been good. And I think that one of the things that um, has been new this year for the podcast and has been really positive is, you know, we've got our, our standard approach. We look through the release notes. We summarize stuff for you all so you don't have to read them. Uh, but Ryan, you know, launched the second podcast this year called Team Titans, uh, doing interviews with uh, leaders and, and uh, interesting people. Uh, we got good feedback from you all that it's interesting. Um, uh, people who love Team Titans don't really care about the release notes and updates. Uh, people <laughs> who really want the release notes and updates don't care about the interviews for one-on-one. Um, so great. Uh, we can reach more people. You just ignore the episodes you don't like. But uh, I think adding that uh, seems to bring some value to, to uh, our audience, uh, at least some of you, and uh, has been cool to see. I mean, when we look at our top listened episodes of this year, they're all Team Titans episodes of those interviews. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, uh, the, the, number th- the third one, so the first two are Team Titans and with some mm-hmm. really cool people, uh, Lars Bachman and Jennifer Olin. But the third episode is when Riata bought, when Atlassian bought Insight. That's mm-hmm. talking about yeah, Mindville. Mindville. That, yeah. That's yeah. the that was the 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 other hot track this year. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um it's mixed. But yeah, it's it's still it's it's cool to see. So like I think our plans for 2021 are pretty much the same. Um yeah. we did a you did a survey, Ryan. We got some feedback. You've added some some audio cues and different things like that per yep. the the feedback that we got. But I think for 2021 it's release notes and and interviews and 2021, the first episode of Team Titans will come out after the first episode of the the Atlassian Ecosystem podcast. Matthew, you'll be back then, right? You'll be you will be yep. podcasting. I, I return to routinely. work on January fourth, so I'm back January fourth. Uh, I will definitely do better this year about scheduling some vacation. I got a little burnout last year because I, I knew I had paternity leave coming up. I did not take much time off before this, um, but I had so much work to do. Thankfully, I've I've got more people on the team. I mean, my team has, I don't even know. I don't even know how much my team has grown at this point. I think my direct <laughs> reports have almost doubled this year. Um, and then the pe- number of people I work with has tripled easily. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to getting back sort of new energy, you know, focusing on uh, lasting education uh, January 4th. Whenever awesome. we do a podcast, I'm there for you. Awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, well, Brenda, what we got anything else? What do we got to talk about at this point? Just a quick shout out to a couple of people who have made the year more bearable. Oh yeah. Perhaps. Mm, great <clears throat> idea. Yeah. That is a good idea. Yeah. Um, I would like to give a shout out to Amelia Hogg, who has uh, been featured on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Amelia um, is an amazing human being and recently became a mother. Um, so welcome to the world, Harry. Oh. Um, she's off on maternity leave. What to wish her and her family very well. Um, she is one of those bright lights that makes my just life in general brighter. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. very nice. Matthew? Any shout outs you want to give? I think I've, I've got to go. It's, it's sort of like that, um, like a paint blot or like the word association. Like you should go with the, the one that's first in your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a shout out to Renee Brown. Um, yes. so she, she's our, our lead tech writer, uh, on my team. Um, so she leads up all the other tech writers for all of our products. Uh, I, I told her a few months ago, uh, as we were kind of getting to the end of our fiscal year, I said, I don't 
really know what you do, but your team does great work and it requires nothing of me. And that's a huge success. <laughs> uh, she just handles everything so brilliantly and it's such a good support to me. And, um, we work really well together because it, it frees me up to focus on long-term strategic stuff. And she just gets everything else done. Uh, and it's such a rock, like unflappable handles, everything, you know? Um, so Renee Brown makes my life easier, uh, and deserves all the kudos Oh, Renee. and all of our documentation success, uh, is, is down to her and her team. Um, but I think her leadership plays a, a big role in, in making things. Good. And it's just overall, it's a great team. Um, you know, she, she did her, her first round of interviews for the last tech writer we hired. We hired a new person just before I went on paternity leave. She pretty much, you know, after the first few, she just soloed the interviews. It was her first time hiring, but she effectively took over the hiring manager role and just did it because she's great. There's you nothing know? Renee she's can't do. great at everything. Nothing she can't okay. do. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to Renee Brown for making my job and my life easier. Um, she's also just, you know, good friend. So thanks Renee. Oh, Renee's the best. And I'll, I'll shout out, uh, my boss, Dom Summers, who has been just wonderful to work for. I've worked for both Matthew and Brenda and they have been excellent in their time as managers, but Dom has been just phenomenal. And, uh, yeah, she's really supported the, she's a major supporter of this podcast and has helped me, um, get our stuff together, uh, <laughs> which I am at like falling apart on now and has just really, uh, kept things real for my whole team. So Dom, uh, you the best. Um, you know what, what sucks though is cause you're talking about these. And I'm like, God, I miss Amelia. Yeah. I miss seeing Dom. Like, you know, I always think about, I've got this great picture of Amelia and me playing uh, Ticket to Ride from a I took few that years photo. ago. I took yeah, that Brenda. photo. It is also one of, it's the first thing that popped into my head as you started saying that was, I've got a photo of, it's it's Amelia and Matthew and Nick Bruff playing Catan or Ticket to Ride. And yeah. it's one of my favorites because Amelia's laughing and Matthew's grinning and Nick, I think he's smiling, but it's one of those, it's a Nick smile. Nick is he's British. Like uh -huh. Yeah, Nick is nicking. He's just being British. And he's just him. It's one of it's my favorite photos that I've ever taken. So Love that's it. my photo, and that's exactly what popped into my head. That must well. have been Facebook. on Jamie Sawyer's, uh, like, yep. the deluxe the, edition. Uh, oh. The yeah, it was a few years ago. edition or whatever it was, yeah. Facebook keeps reminding me of all of these Decembers that we've spent with Atlassian, or with Adaptivist people in years past, and yeah. it's it's so bittersweet. You know, yeah. I, I miss all of our coworkers so much. And like, there's such a list of people to yeah. mention. I was actually thinking about yeah. Jamie Sawyer the other day. Cause I, you know, I moved over to products a few years ago. He and I used to like talk every single day. I love that guy. I never talked to him or Will Davis or, or, you know, anybody in PS, like I miss all the consultants. I miss, you know, Tom Lasparini and I, who's our COO, we still talk every month. Um, but I haven't got to see him in person, you know, since oh. like August of 2019. Oh, Oh, I had a call with him yesterday. You should see his hair. It's amazing. Oh, I know. He's he decided not to cut it during quarantine, which is it turns out forever. Amazing. So and he's got um, he's got his goatee going on. He's actually aging in reverse. Mm -hmm, Tom mm -hmm. was actually featured on our <laughs> early pod. He was uh, featured on an early episode of the Adaptivist yeah, Live podcast. I love that guy. He was yeah. yeah. Oh, we should so, bring like, him back. We should bring him I, back. We should bring him I back. I miss I miss so many, you know. Yeah. People from you know the brew, brew digital folks and, and the people up in Norwich and 
uh, hanging out in, in London. Like it's, it's, it's not the same December without adaptivist, no. uh, in our, in our winter conference and Christmas party and everything. But, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully all of our coworkers, I don't know. I haven't seen them in weeks, but hopefully everyone is staying safe, uh, and healthy. And I hope for all of our listeners that they likewise are having a safe and healthy and as happy as this end of the year can be. I hope you all are, are doing well and going into 2021 with, with Cheers hope. To that. Cheers, to that. Cheers to that. Ugh. I'm going to say that I hope Shotcast 2021 is freaking lit. It may be Shotcast 2022. <laughs> yeah, we, I, we know, may not have travel next year. It's but. probably 22, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope for the best and say Shotcast 21 is going to be. I will say, you know, because because even if the coming, if you, you know, if you guys want to come to Springfield, I'm in the middle. You know, you two could come from the other side. I normally am in Springfield right now. That's true. Or yeah. about yeah. to head out to Springfield. So, yeah, so Ryan, I mean, you know, make something happen. <laughs> come visit the Springfield office. I would you love to. I would love to. <laughs> we will get together in person again at some it will. point. It will. There this, are, this is going to end. This, this is going to be great to give you guys hugs i can't wait oh, no. cannot wait no words I can't wait till we could be like joking around and doing this but you know i've still managed to get drunk this evening <laughs> which i was not fully expecting <laughs> so or that's that much so this fun. podcast is not a total loss yes <laughs> but the yes. whiskey's gone <laughs> i have a lot Why more i cannot drink gone? any more whiskey <laughs> okay Okay. I've discovered my alcohol tolerance hasn't changed, which is nice because I'm four shots in and still feeling fine. Hooray! <laughs> Some things never change. All right. Yep. Okay. So. so we will see you, listeners. Thank you all so much. You have made this a great year for us, and we so appreciate you. And uh, if you've listened to this whole thing, I think what we should do is play them out. I'm going to edit in the Adapta Band. Yes. We're going to play him out to the to to Mr. Blue Sky. Let's do that. Yes. Okay. Yes, let's so, do that. All right. So cheers to Matthew. Cheers to Brenda. Enjoy the remainder of your holidays. Cheers to, Ryan. to all of you, cheers thank to you. To you listeners, thank you all so much. This is the Adaptivist Band featuring Brenda Burl and myself uh, performing ELO's Mr. Blue Sky. Everybody, happy new year. We'll see you sometime in 2021. Cheers. Cheers. To hide away for so long. Where did we go wrong? Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why. You had to hide away for so long. Where did we go wrong?
Everybody smiles with you. 